Listening in Spring Valley, Kenya, Braunschweig, Germany, and Houston, Texas, this is the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. In production, no Mike Mickey Dolan, in the social media center, Scotty, the social media savant, and introducing our new intern, Snorkel. I'm your maitre d' the mic, your podcast of pip, 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 slap, gobble, 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 your rhetorical raconteur. You're terrible troll ball because I'm troll ball. Oh my. Grumpy junk. Today, huge program. Your emails, what we learned, a chunk tutorial, a list of our losers, more emails, history of the holidays, gonad the barbarian, news in my pants, a new feature called Chunky Time Theater. Grumpy goes to the doctor, but first, did you know? Yo, I know what you're thinking. Did you know? Do you feel lucky? Uh-uh, I don't think so. Did you know? Do you feel lucky? Uh-uh, I don't think so. Did you know that on November 2nd, hundreds of people gathered together in Dallas on the grassy knoll where JFK was assassinated and where this vast assemblage of people thought that JFK Jr., who died in a plane crash in 1999, would be resurrected. <laughs> really, dead serious. After his resurrection, JFK Jr. would then help restore Donald Trump to the White House. So before you get into this, I don't care about the politics at all. I really don't. Left or right, don't care. But if you're nutty enough to go to the grassy Nolan Dallas to wait for JFK Jr. to resurrect to help anybody get back in the White House, that's a little nutty. I'll take a pound of nuts. That's a lot of nuts! Anyway, when JFK Jr. didn't arrive at the expected time of 12.30 p.m., the people who gathered began to hear rumors that JFK Jr. would then appear at that nice Rolling Stones concert. Apparently, after you've been dead for a while, the first thing you want to do when you get resurrected is hear Mick Jagger. Not bad. Oh, my. So they all went to the Rolling Stones concert, and guess what? He didn't appear. I guess John F. Kennedy Jr. is still dead. No. But we have an eyewitness with us right now that will help us understand what happened. Keith Richards, thank you for joining us today. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. So, Keith, tell us what you saw. Right, 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 right. This is Wonka. This is Wonka. Right, it's going to be a good door try. It's just that I don't understand what I asked to do. It was well mine. It could be so. You know what? I, I, I got to tell you, I could see where that would have been pretty traumatic. Right, right. I said, right. Right. I can't write. No. Right, right. Right, right, right. Okay. You've seen worse? Right. What could be worse? No. Really? Oh, my God. What a crazy story. Well, Keith Richards, thank you for taking time from your... Really? Two of them? We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Thank, thanks, Mr. Richards. Thank you very much. No. So I'd like to take a moment and speak specifically to the people who thought they'd be seeing JFK Jr. rise from the dead. I suppose when you thought that you were going to spend the night together... And then that didn't happen. It may make you feel like it's one hit to the body. 
you're on a 19th nervous breakdown and you feel shattered. Don't put yourself between a rock and a hard place because even though you can't get no satisfaction, there's no need to get off my cloud. Because a wise man once said, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might just find you get what you need. No. So a bunch of people gathered together in Dallas to see the resurrection of His Holiness, John F. Kennedy Jr., but were disappointed. And later, they were again disappointed when a rumor circulated that JFK Jr. would rise at the Rolling Stones concert. Mick Jagger was heard to have said, What a bunch of wankers. And Keith Richards was heard to have said, So did you know? Did you know? I did not. No. JFK Jr. is still dead. So if you didn't know, now you know. Coming up, news in my pants. But first, history of the holidays. Hey, everybody, it's time for History of the Holidays. I am your History of the Holidays host, Tony Bag of Donuts. Look, today we're going to be talking about pilgrims, and we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. Now, everybody wonders why we all feast on Thanksgiving. Let me tell you something. It's because back in the day, the pilgrims, they were going hungry. They didn't have a McDonald's. They didn't have a White Castle. They didn't have any of that. And the indigenous peoples at the time, you know, they tried to help out these pilgrims. They did. They tried to help them out by giving them corn cobs. Apparently, it was very tasty. And they also showed the pilgrims this, like, fantastic game called corn holing, where you throw the corn bag in a hole, and then another person throws a corn bag in a hole. It's supposed to be a great game. I don't know. I never played it myself. I know that uh, my uncle, Johnny Two-Face, he's the king of it. He loves to play the cornhole. And I, every time he comes over, he says, Hey, Tony, you want to go cornholing with me? And I said, Get out of here with your cornholing! You know what? I digress because everybody gives me a hard time for not really giving some history of the holidays. Let me give you a history of the holidays that you take home with you and talk about amongst yourselves at your Thanksgiving table. Back in the day at Pilgrim's Rock, the head of the Pilgrims, his name was John Wayne Macy, and he kept a knickknack shop called Macy's. It was open during the first Thanksgiving Day celebration because, you know, people are lazy and they want to go shopping for knickknacks. And so he thought, I'll take your damn money and I'll be open. But he also had a parade. So the first Macy's Day Parade created by John Wayne Macy, it was three pilgrim women with the scarlet letter on the chest, a guy holding flowers, two guys with flutes, and a Garfield the Cat balloon. That balloon never misses a freaking parade. So I hope you learned something today on History of the Holidays. Now, eat up, enjoy your day, watch the football, cornhole or something. This has been History of the Holidays. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. We're killing it today on the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. If you have a comment or a question or you like to email us, it's the Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com. So before we get into the emails today, no much Mickey Dolan. Look at me. Straight in the eye. Read, read my face here. I don't know how to take the new intern. Snorkel. No, no, here, no. On his first day, he comes up to me and asks me if he can leave about a half hour early. Right? And I'm like, well, you're no prisoner. It's not like we kidnapped you. And he says, he looks me dead in the eye. 
dead in the eye, and he's dead serious. He tells me that he has to go home and put the dishes in the dishwasher because it's better to do them in the morning. I mean, what, 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 what? It's like, dude, don't tell me why. It's none of my business. Just tell me you have to go. That's all. Because once you tell me why, I, 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 I have to judge whether that is a good reason or not, which it's not. I mean, really, you have to go home and wash your dishes? What the fuck? Oh, my God. Ugh. No, Mike Mickey Dolan, just hit hit the hit the thing for the email, please. Yeah, what are you doing in here? Yeah, boy. Yeah. Checking my electronic mailbox. Yeah, I do it on my computer, but the Commodore 64 gets kind of buggy. Oh, MC Grumpy, and I'm here to say we're gonna read your emails all damn day. Clickety 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 click. Somebody trying to contact me. Oh my god. Clickety 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 click. All right, so we got some emails. The Grumpy Chuck Podcast at gmail.com. You want to email us? You got a comment? You got a question? You got a concern? You got, I don't know, you want to complain? Uh, that's what you do, right? So uh, first the email is from John in Oslo, Norway. It says, uh, Grumpy, I'm an American living in Oslo. I love this city, but there are things that I miss about the U.S. And one of them is your show once a week. Grumpy, what happened to the show? Ever since you left your last employer, your shows are inconsistent at best. I need more grumpy in my podcast to keep warm up here in Norway. You know, can I tell you, I'm glad. Thank you very much, John. John in Oslo, Norway. Thank you for that email. And I have to tell you, I'm glad we got an email about this because this stuff is driving me absolutely crazy. Our old employer is being a huge douchebag right now about the studio. So when Mickey Dolan and I were working there, there was nobody, nobody wanted the studio we were in. Nobody wanted the studio. Nobody wanted it. It laid vacant all the time. And they got like three other production studios where Mickey Dolan does all the uh, after production for the show. Nobody wanted it. But as soon as we leave and we go to rent out the studio space, thanks Seabeard Media Networks, all of a sudden the old employer, oh, it's full, it's full, it's full, it's full, it's full. It's always full. It's always full. Oh, sorry, we can't get in. Really? You're going to be that much of a douchebag not let us into the studio that we had for more than a year and just just blocking us left and right. So anyway, so it's hard to get into the studio to do any recording for this, uh, for the Grumpy Chuck podcast. So they're just blocking us, just being a bunch of pricks, right? And Seabeard Media Networks, they're trying to work with them. They're trying to, they're trying to get it all worked out because it's their, it's their responsibility to get it worked out. Because if I go in there, work it out, I'm going to take cockroach. I'm going to slap him upside the head and say, Hey, you little bitch, let me in the fucking studio. But they know that that's not right. And I know that's not right, but I really would like to do it. So anyway, our new employer is trying to fix this. Uh, from what I understand, they're putting together a new studio in a new location. They're also paying to have a home studio for me put in, right? And a home studio for you, Mickey Dolan, which is great. So, I mean, Seabeard Media is stepping up to take care of business. But in the meantime, you know, we're just, uh, some of these shows are inconsistent. So like right now we're in our, we're in the old studio doing this show, doing this podcast. And so since we don't know when the next podcast is going to happen, we're just making this podcast a super podcast, a super cast and throwing in as much as possible. Right? So that's why today's program is much longer because the next one, we don't know when it's going to drop. We don't. Now, Seabird Media tells me that, uh, they're going to have everything set up and ready to go by the, by the beginning of the new year, which is fantastic. Besides, we got, we got vacations coming and stuff like that. You know, uh, unfortunately, I would love to continue to do the Grumpy Chuck podcast every week like we were doing and with bonus audios and stuff because we had all these plans, but it is what it is, right? So the only thing I'm going to ask you to do is just continue to have a saved and liked 
and available in your podcast app. That way you get that information when, it, when, it, when the show drops. Because we, we've gotten several emails about this. So anyway, John in Oslo, Norway, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you asking the question. And there we go. That's what I got. All right. So in, in, let's get another email in here. Kyle in Brisbane, Australia. Grumpy mate. I love the podcast. I hear a little sports on your podcast. Are you an avid sports fan? What about soccer or Australian rules football? Cricket? Just curious. Keep up the good work. Uh, Kyle, uh, I do. I love, I love American football. I love baseball, hockey, basketball, boxing, wrestling when, when it's presented like a sport. Uh, cricket and soccer or football, I just, cricket and soccer, I just can't get into at all. And as far as the uh, U.S. Uh, football, baseball, hockey, basketball, boxing, you know, I, I don't like have a favorite team. I, have, I mean, football, my Broncos, my Denver Broncos, I love them. You know, baseball, I don't have a favorite team. I just like watching the game. Hockey, I, I have to tell you, I loved the Montreal Canadiens for the longest time until just recently when I found out they were drafting sexual predators. And now I'm like, you know, I'm out. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't watch the Chicago Blackhawks anymore because of all the sexual harassment that went on that's come to light just recently, right? I just, it's just, I'm like, what, what? So anyway, so I go to my, I, I like the Canadian teams in hockey, Toronto, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, you know, so I'll probably just continue to watch them. But Montreal, you're out, bro. You're done. I can't do it. Can't do it. Basketball. I like watching basketball. Boxing. I love watching boxing. I do. But old time boxing, not the new stuff. I'm not an MMA guy. I, I can't, you know, no, 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 I can't do it you know, barefisting and stuff. I just, you know, there's a science to boxing that isn't there anymore. It's done. And so I, I can't watch new boxing or MMA. I can watch old boxing, classic boxing and enjoy it. Wrestling's the, the same thing. I liked old time wrestling. You know, it was presented as a sport. It looked like combat. Now, you know, AEW and WWE are just like a big shit show. And as far as Australian rules football, when I was a kid, ESPN at like four in the morning, would show live Australian rules football. I love it. Whenever I have a chance to see it, I, I love watching it. I do. It is amazing. I mean, these guys are physical, kicking the ball around, hitting the ball, punching the ball, dropping the ball. How do you take a, an oblong football and bounce it like you're dribbling a basketball? That's amazing. And it's just, it's just fun to watch. You know, so uh, I got to tell you, Australian rules football, I'm in. I'm right there with you, Kyle, in Brisbane, Australia. Thank you for the email. All right, one last email, one last email. <laughs> this one's from uh, Trampapocalypse. Trampocalypse. Well, I got to say this all together one. Trampocalypse in South Lyon, Michigan. Okay. This is short and sweet. It says, hey, bitch, what's for Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Listen, Mrs. Grumpy, she's like the Thanksgiving queen. She makes, she just like goes all out. Cranberry sauce, cranberry juice, cranberry this, cranberry that, stuffing, you know, turkey, ham, corn, uh, green bean salad, blows it up. It's fantastic. I love Thanksgiving because, well, I'm large. You get to watch football in the afternoon. The wifey, Mrs. Grumpy and I, we just kind of watch some football and eat, and it's fantastic. So I, I'm really looking forward to uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I will say that my favorite part of Thanksgiving, <laughs> it's the gravy. I love the gravy. <laughs> I remember when 
I remember, I remember when I fell off my diet. There was something so tasty about the taste. I got rumble, pain in so much space. Look, everyone, it's the spirit of Thanksgiving. No. I'm at the table. I'm at the table with so much room to spare. Yeah, I reached for it, but it wasn't there. Oh, I wanted it so much. Give me that gravy. I gotta have that gravy. Give me that gravy. I am just a figment of your imagination. I always like to do things with Mrs. Grumpy because she's awesome. She's like my soulmate. She's my love. She's my best friend in the world. So we like to do things together. Whenever we drive by a, a bar or a restaurant that has karaoke night, we stop, we walk right in, we ask for a song, we get up on stage, we sing the song, we drop the mic, and we leave. A- after we go, people are going to be like, I hate those people. I call it the drive-by air supply. Drive-by air supply. Because once you hear the song, you can't get it out of your head. And it's dumb because it's a stupid song. And so Mrs. Grumpy and I get on stage and we rock it. Then then we just drop the mic and leave. We're walking out and people are booing us. It's great. We're all out of love. Online and on your smart speaker. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. I'm famous podcaster and influencer Grumpy Chunk. I'd like to tell you about a vacation getaway location just for you. It's a motel on the beach called The Last Resort. The owner and manager, Guillermo, has made sure you'll have every amenity that you'd expect from a one-star resort. Hot and cold running water, a door that locks, free Wi-Fi from the IHOP across the street, a TV with four channels, an in-room bar. Owner-manager Guillermo asks you to bring your own liquor because he doesn't know what you like. Then there's the beach. Beautiful, sandy, warm, and a scant 10 miles away. Owner-manager Guillermo has left nothing to chance. While staying at the last resort, he will take you to the beach in his golf cart twice a day. Adding everything together, one-star amenities, one-star location, one-star service, one-star food, and one-star owner, that makes the last resort a five-star destination. Owner and manager Guillermo wants your vacation to be the last resort. Grumpy. Grumpy. John. The Grumpy Chunk Podcast rolls on. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Just Google Grumpy Chunk or the Grumpy Chunk Podcast because we're all over the Google. There's so much goo going on here that Google is like, damn, boys, you got to stop, yo. But it is time for a brand new feature that I'm calling Chunky Time Theater. rules says the theater exists only within some ugly buildings crowded into one square mile of New York City. Or London, Paris, or Vienna. Chunky Time Theater with the Chunky Time Players. Tony Bag of Donuts. Professor Hostetler. Hattie Heimenheimer. Today, our Chunky Time Players will be acting out a radio play called 
the Pat McAfee Show with guest Aaron Rodgers. The part of Pat McAfee will be played by Professor Hostetler. Shailene Woodley, Aaron Rodgers' fiance, will be played by Hattie Heimenheimer. Surprise, you big dick! And the star, Aaron Rodgers, will be played by Tony Bag of Donuts. Hey, yeah, not bad. All right, well, if all of you are ready, action. Okay, I guess, uh, I guess I start. Okay, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this now, Professor? Professor, just go, just go with it. Just, just go with it, please. Fine, fine. Okay. So I'm Pat. I'm Pat McCaffrey. Aaron Rodgers is an incredibly intelligent person, somebody that you would actually like. So I appreciate you coming on uh, this podcast. It's an incredible honor. The floor is yours, Mr. Rogers. Hey, thank you, buddy. Hey, let me take a drink of this water. Oh, that's a very good drink of water. Uh, the Hall of F- It's a Hall of Fame uh, drink of water. So I realized that I'm like in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now. So before my final nail gets put in my cancel culture casket, I'd like to set a few things straight. I'd like to set the record straight on so many of the blatant lies that are out there. And I appreciate the opportunity to tell you my side of the story here. You're so good. You're so good. I'm so honored by you. Would you like to have another drink of water? No, 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 I'm good. So look, first of all, I didn't lie. I didn't lie in the initial press conference. So look, Bishkadil. During that time, it was a witch hunt. It got everything going on in the league, and I was like, who's got vax? You got vax? I got vax? We got vax? Who's got vax? It doesn't matter. None of your business. And nobody's asking me how to get the Aaron Rodgers discount from State Farm. I, I, love, I love my Aaron Rodgers discount from State Farm. It's so much better than the Patrick Mahomes discount from State Farm. Well, you got that right. So my plan was to say that I was immunized. So my plan was to say that I've been immunized. Well, look, I'm not some sort of an anti-vax flat earther. I'm somebody who's a critical thinker. And you guys know me. I march to the beat of my own drum. And I, I'm not going to acquiesce. Ooh, that's a good word. To some woke culture mob telling me I'm wrong. I, I have to tell you, uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, you, I, I'm your biggest fan. But your fiance is your biggest Oh, my God. Oh, Shailene. Oh, she's a good girl. She's wonderful. Well, Shailene Woodley is on the line with us, and she calls you... What? She calls you Aaron... <laughs> big Dick? Rogers? Surprise, you big dick! Hey, baby! So, so Pat, I can't be on the phone with you and Big Dick very long, but I just wanted to tell you that... Big Dick Aaron Rodgers is the best. Oh, you are jealous. You'd love to be as talented as Big Dick Rodgers, but you're nothing but a woke, dickless mob. I love you too, baby. Okay. Are we done here? Because I got a sauce cooking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank, thank you, Hattie. Can we continue, please? Please? Thanks, Shailene. So, Aaron, were you always hung like a horse? What the? Or is this a side effect of the ivermectin that joe rogan gave you hey it was like that before so you awesome stud oh my god what are you what are you telling your teammates probably something awesome i told them hey i'm aaron Rodgers, and if they want to go to the super bowl they need to shut the fuck up and i got a big dick and scene you know what can i tell you, you guys you all did very very well 
You know, so I really nice job. Nice job. Nice job. Yeah, really. Applause. Just sucks. I hate all of you. Why am I here? <laughs> That's it for Chunky Time Theater. People ask. Hold your ears, folks. What is it like to drive with Grumpy Chunk? It's showtime. And this guy better move his fat ass right now. Move your ass. The light is green. You better move. I got some place to be. Move your ass. What in Judas Rocket Priest is going on around here? Does that answer your question? Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Hello, I'm famous podcaster Grumpy Chunk. One day, my producer, no Mike Mickey Dolan, came to me with a problem that a lot of men face. I remember him saying, Grumpy, don't say anything to anyone, but my nuts smell like bread. What do I do? Obviously, I didn't share his secret with anyone, but I also told him about a great new product, Balgesil. This ointment fights ball yeast and comes in different scents. Lavender, sandalwood, rose water, hush puppy, and clean linen. But more importantly, Balgesil fights that day-old bread smell in your ball region, allowing you to smell fresh and clean. Take it from me, not because I'm a famous podcaster, but because good friends keep secrets and help your junk smell fresh. You can pick up Balgesil as soon as possible. Online, 24 hours a day. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Thank you for continuing to listen to the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. Obviously, you're listening on any of your favorite podcast apps, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Ghana, or wherever you get and use your favorite podcast app. I think you know, we're, on, I, I, we're on all of them. I think we're on all of them, even Castro, right? But you could also catch us on the website, grumpy-chunk.captivate.fm. All right, so the Chunkatorial is coming up, but I got I, can I can I just tell you, because... No Mike Mickey Dolan was asking me why I was hobbling around here. Because I am. I've been hobbling around. My leg is killing me. So this is what happens. I go to the doctor, right? I thought, you know what? Leg's hurting. You know, just for precautionary sake, I go to the doctor. So I walk into the urgent care. I sit down. I fill out all the stuff. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. They get called into the little office, right? So I'm sitting there. This, this guy comes in and he says, hi, I'm nurse practitioner, blah, 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 blah. Well, hello, nurse practitioner, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, so so what do we got going on? And this is exactly what I tell him, okay? Help, help me out here. This is what I tell him. So about five weeks ago, I feel a snap behind my knee. My knee's starting to hurt. My hamstring's starting to hurt. My calf uh, muscle is starting to hurt. And I got a little pain in my lower back, all right? I'm thinking muscle. I'm thinking bones, right? Because I'm getting older. And he feels my calf and he goes, looks like a blood clot. <laughs> what? 
What? What? What? What? What? what, what, what? Blood clot? Well, how'd you get that from the fact that my back is... What? 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 So he wants to send me for some tests. And I said to him, I said, well, isn't a... If you're going to have a blood clot, isn't something that... It would be warm and red, right? He said, well, yeah, that's that's that way 98% of the time, but 2% of the time it's not. And we just want to check to make sure. I mean, I appreciate the caution, but damn, man. Really? It's like going to a fast food joint and saying, yeah, like a burger and fry and them handing you three chicken nuggets. And you said, why why'd you hand me three chicken nuggets? And they say, well, because 98% of the people that come through here want a burger and fries. So I'm going to give you some chicken nuggets because just in case you want those chicken nuggets. No. What? Oh, my God. Why can't just people just like he saw that I was over 50 and that I was fat on the on the paper. And he automatically assumed automatically assumed. And that, you know what? I appreciate the caution and I'm going to go and have the test done in case I do have a blood clot. But really, that's what was going to go on. Listen, about 15 years ago, I went to the doctor and the doctor said, look, we're going to we're going to do a bunch of tests on your heart and see where you are and everything. This had been my first trip to a doctor in years. Right. So I go and have the heart thing done and I get the blood test done. And I have all these tests done. Right. No problem. I go for the final visit. The doctor comes into the office and he has in his hand, in his hand, he has the folder, has all the reports in it. He also has a stack, a stack of prescriptions that he's filled out for me. Diabetes prescription, pain, you know, pain meds, more diabetes prescriptions, prescription for a food service, right? He has, he has a stack of them in his hand and he looks at me, he says, well, look, you know, we're going to have a, we're going to have to do some changes in your lifestyle. I'm like, oh, okay. And he opens the folder. And he starts reading my results and he says, I don't believe this. I'm like, what do you mean don't believe? And I'm thinking to myself, it's something serious. He says, no, you're, you're perfectly healthy. I'm like, what do you mean I'm perfectly healthy, right? If you're coming in with a stack of prescriptions, you're perfectly healthy. That's what's going on. And, but, but now you're telling me I'm perfectly healthy. How would you get? He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe a guy, a big guy would be perfectly healthy and not have any cholesterol issues, and not have diabetes, and not ready to die, pass out. Thanks, doctor. That was a doctor who assumed that, because they don't listen anymore. Nobody listens anymore. Hey, baby, I don't have heart disease or diabetes anymore because I'm doing shrooms and LSD. Look at all the fancy colors. Is that music I hear? It sounds like Tiny Tim. Why is that squirrel talking to me? I don't have diabetes. You're pretty high and far out, aren't you? What kind of kick are you on, son? All right. You know what? I'm going to get off the soapbox because I swear I swear the medical, medical community drives me absolutely batshit crazy. Let's move on to a chunkatorial. The Grumpy Chunkatorial. The views expressed in the Grumpy Chunkatorial by Grumpy Chunk are his own and do not reflect the views of the management, staff, or our custodian named Lou. <laughs> I probably should have had a chunkatorial on the medical services of the, of the world, right? So let me read this headline. I'm just going to read the headline for you. I'm just going to read the headline for you. All right? Well, let me read this for you. Mentalfloss.com. Okay? The Eternals is currently Marvel's lowest-rated MCU movie. Apparently, all the tomatoes hate it. It's horrible, right? And I think I know what the problem is because it's a problem that bugs me. They are going deep into the archives. I mean, deep. Listen, here are the original heroes from Marvel that you should be aware of, okay? Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, Human Torch, The Thing, Invisible Girl, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Ant-Man and Wasp, the X-Men, 
the Avengers, Prince Namor, the Submariner. You should know this. Doctor Strange, Hulk, Daredevil, Black Panther. Boom. Done. That's it. That's all you need to know. And that alone is a deep roster. So why does Marvel keep going deeper? The Eternal movies, the Inhumans, the Hawkeye series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Black Widow movie. Marvel is going deep into the bibliography. Really? I mean, it's tough just to do an X-Men movie because which X-Men do you use? The originals are Professor Xavier, Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Beast, Angel, and Iceman. That's the original. In the movie, the first movie they did for the X-Men, Professor Xavier, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm, Jean Grey, Rogue, Beast, Iceman. And actually, Beast and Iceman weren't even in that movie. So I know the problem Marvel is having. It's about going deep and getting too complicated. If I have to watch every single movie in order to understand another movie or TV series, you have me for about three, maybe four movies, and then I'm out. Out. I have no desire to see the Eternal movies, the Inhumans, the Hawkeye series, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, the Black Widow movie. They're already doing a spinoff of the Hawkeye series that hasn't even started yet. I did like the Loki that was on the Disney+. Plus. I did. But Loki is like a pivotal character in Thor's world. And I'm a Thor fan. But you're going to go deep? And you're going to do a spinoff of the Eternals movie? Because now the Black Knight's coming in? It's like, oh my god, how many more are you going to go? When is Gru the Wanderer going to show up? I mean, any movie or TV series that doesn't have an OG, an original character in it, I think most people are the same. And I think Marvel is falling into the trap that Star Wars and Star Trek fell into. With Star Trek, the original series of Next Generation... No problem, right? But then you went Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, blah, 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 blah. Like in their minds, any show is good if you have a uniform, a phaser, a spaceship, and a bad guy. Boom, instant Star Trek series or movie. Give me a break. With Star Wars, the first three, no problem. After that, give a guy a lightsaber, a dark bad guy, and a space battle. Boom, instant Star Wars movie. Ah. Now with Marvel, ooh, people are bored with the core group. So let's take a trip to the comic shop. Ooh, it's Hercules and Beta Ray Bill. Boom! Instant Marvel movie, even though most people have never heard of Beta Ray Bill or Hercules in comic form. But now, you'll see a movie, and then there'll be a spinoff. I mean, you're going to spin off Hercules? You're going to have a Hercules movie? But now you'll have to see three other movies to understand why Beta Ray Bill and Hercules are hanging out with Howard the Duck. Y'all went too deep with the Eternals, man. Only hardcore comic fans or hardcore Marvel movie fans, you'll be fine with those. But everybody else is like, what? Huh? Uh, I just can't. No, no. I'm done. Out. So my suggestion, Marvel, get back to basics. Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, Human Torch, The Thing, Invisible Girl, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, The X-Men, The Avengers, Doctor Strange, and The Hulk. Lose Daredevil or keep it. I don't care. Lose Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman can't be replaced. So you might as well just stop. Scarlet Witch, Vision, Hawkeye, Black Widow. They can stay as Avengers. Keep Wolverine. Keep Deadpool because it's successful. Mrs. Marvel, Miss Marvel, whatever her name is, because they're already established. But that's it. Build stories with those characters that we've invested our time and energy into and bring some core bad guys in the fray and call it a day. I can sit down and watch I can sit down and watch all three Lord of the Ring movies or all three Hobbit movies. But if they do a spinoff and they give me another Hobbit, you got Bilbo, you got Frodo, you got Merry, you got Pippin, you got Samwise, and you're going to throw me like Big Toe Bitch, a brand new Hobbit, I'm out. I'm done. 
Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, they didn't go down this road. It's not like, well, what we need to do is give somebody a magic sword and hairy feet and call it a day. Instant success. Yeah. Give me a break. A wise man once said, when things go crazy, stop, breathe, get back to basics and keep it simple, stupid. So Marvel, keep it simple, stupid. This has been the Grumpy Chunkatorial. The views that were just expressed by Grumpy Chunk are his own and do not reflect the views of the management, staff, or our custodian named Lou. Things are about to get grumpy. Another uh, grumpy chunk dream. I did. I, you know what? I got to tell you, I have these weird dreams in the middle of the night. But I've had this reoccurring nightmare. Over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. I'm a train engineer and I'm on a big train. And it's like a mile long. Just driving that train. I'm a train engineer and I keep going and I keep going and I keep going and I'm chugging and I'm chugging and I'm chugging. And in front of me, I see a car in the tracks. 600 tons of pure steel, a mile long. I can't stop. There's no brakes. The brakes aren't there. The brakes aren't working. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. There's a car in front of me. And as I look, as the car comes closer and closer and closer, what do I see but me? I'm in that car. How can I be in that car when I'm also in the train? I'm the train engineer, but I'm in that car. My car's broken down. What am I going to do? I'm going to, oh my God. And I woke up (sighs) thanking God that that dream is over. But I got to tell you. Playing with that horn was cool. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. So this is the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. So right now, uh, the the powers that be, not Seabeard Media, but the company that runs the studio is saying, okay, your time's up, get out. So what you've just heard is what we have. The only thing I will say uh, is that I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and I hope that we have a uh, Christmas show for you. And I'm sorry that we didn't get to news in my pants or the proper close of the show. But I will leave you with Gonad the Barbarian. In the far reaches of the arid steppe known as Lapland, my master lived, fought, and loved. He was a thief. He was a warrior. He was a king. He was Gonad the Barbarian. In this episode of Gonad the Barbarian, Gonad and his trusty sidekick Rectum have Thanksgiving at Rectum's grandmother's hovel. Gonad, don't eat the stuffing. It's made with donkey milk serum and Nicki Minaj's truffle butter. This has been Gonad the Barbarian. Brought to you by Spunky's Roasted Nuts. Put a couple in your mouth today. Oh my. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show.